0: Step right up, Kongs! Now is your chance to get your suggestion in for Swanky's bonus bonanza
1: over at Patreon.com/InfendoRadio. Collecting every coin so you don't have to. Infendo Radio is on
2: now.
0: Hello, everyone! It is time for Infendo Radio. It's uh, episode 498. It is the 19th of June. Holy moly! It is summertime. Almost two days until that. Um, becomes a thing but we have justin with us how are you doing tonight justin i am here i'm
1: here with you i i have been here the whole time i have been prepared i did not hold up the show at all (laughs) if you are not listening live then you don't know how much i'm lying so we're just gonna run with that steve
0: will tell you the truth in discord how are you doing tonight lucas I am also here.
3: I am also on time. I also didn't hold up the show. So, you know, doing good.
0: Also, Steve will tell you the truth in Discord. Um, Steve is not here with us tonight. So you are going to have to hit him up in Discord. And that's the only way because he died. Um, but, uh, you know, we're Discord just Discord gonna... is apparently an app for talking to the dead
1: now.
3: Can you, imagine that, like, can you imagine that, like, one listener who's listening to the show
0: and he doesn't understand sarcasm is
1: like, Steve's dead!
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that just reminded me of... Did you guys ever watch Ghost Rider when you were a kid? It was like a PBS yes. thing. Oh, okay, yeah, that's Steve. Yes. He's, I- he's the Ghost Rider of Discord.
1: Have you? Did you ever wonder who died to make Ghost Rider? Because I mean, he was a ghost, but you know, of 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 what?
3: Infendo Radio is on now. (laughs)
0: Ghost Rider. it, it, it is Infendo Radio, we are here um, We're going to have a good show for you tonight We have right at the top of the show uh, let's, we let's have not, a... Let's
1: not promise the moon here
0: <laughs> well, well, we're going to try our best anyways um, But yeah, we have right at the top of the show Is an Infendo Top I think we're going to do an Infendo Top 3 tonight We're going to talk about our favorite power-ups But then right after that We're going to have a nice game to play for y'all So before we get that far We're going to take a little break And we will be right back
1: here at Infendo Radio, we've got game. If you'd like to give us suggestions for our games, go to patreon.com
0: infendoradio and pledge at the $2 level. And we're back. It is time for an Infendo Top 3. Um, this week we're going to talk to you guys about our favorite power-ups. So um, this one was a little bit difficult for me. It might be a little bit difficult for some of y'all as well. But before we get too, too far, I want to thank all of the people who brought this episode here to you tonight. So our five producers for tonight are the Brianasaurus, Sky Pharaoh, Phantom, E.P. Knothead, and Andrew Searson. Thank you for making this show happen. All right, guys. So what do you guys think? Do do you guys want to just kind of roundtable it and kind of go with your favorite power-ups? Because I've got my three. I'm ready. I'm ready, too. I have power-ups
1: on list <laughs> that may or may not make it in the countdown. Here we go, Invento
2: Radio!
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I have no particular order for this, but um, I feel this is kind of timely with the announcement of the Contra collection and the new Contra game and everything. I thought so, you were going to
3: steal mine, and I was so mad. Go
0: ahead.
3: <laughs> I think he's so, going to steal
1: one of mine, though.
0: Well, next. if anybody's played Contra, you know that you have to get the S shot, the spread <laughs> shot. have to. That is the best weapon in the game. So, yep. yeah, that, I mean, that has got to be on my power-ups list. It is just like, again, it's like, it doesn't matter what Contra you're playing, that's the power-up you want.
3: Very, very good. Um, I'll, I'll gladly go next. Mine is also very timely, and I probably only thought of it because Link's Awakening is coming out, but... The piece of power that you can get in Link's Damn Awakening. Damn it. Oh, Dude.
2: Oh, I, I totally knew I was going to totally snipe
3: forgot it. about that. Okay, so first off. Right, now i got to find like another the, power
1: up from a Zelda game I can put in my it list. Plays, on.
3: It plays <laughs> like the best music when you get it. And when you hit enemies, they go flying off into the distance with a big old smoke screen behind them really good. I love it. It's a good power up. That is a wonderful power up.
1: You are not wrong. Oh the man, the I, downside I totally to it is you that. have to read that 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 text every single time, and then and then you don't get to hear any of the awesome music from the game. You just get to hear these like two bars of music over and over again until you get hit.
3: Yeah, but that music is really good, so I'm
1: down. No, I'll tell you what music what what music is really good. The music from one of my favorite power ups the metal cap from Super Mario sixty four. Nice. Not only is it that awesome two bar music from you know, in the invincible music from the original Super Mario Brothers, but it's got this awesome techno remix going on.
0: Yeah, I I um I'm I would really play excited it, but if
1: I could play music I would be hosting Nintendo tonight and I'm not, so <laughs> Fair
0: enough. Well, I guess since we're you're already at it, Justin, why don't you give us your next power up? What is your favorite power up? I guess one of the ones on your list. I think that, that was I his. That was
1: it. That was that was it. That was my. That was the. Oh, ha, It wasn't. Duh, it wasn't yeah. just. It is, it's, it's it's wasn't turn. just a conversation
0: about power ups. It was his that choice. Is, that is
1: literally on my list, right there.
0: <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I under. I'm sorry. I'm tired, <laughs> and I'm not comprehending things lately. Good night. Good job, Justin. Well played. We we, we love you. Go
1: on. We might have to make this a. We might have to make this a top five because I don't think there's a whole lot of discussion.
0: To I could do five. All
1: right. If we want to go five, I can go five. I
3: can come up with some stuff off the top of my head.
0: Well, then let me go next because my next power up is from the Mario franchise. And I felt like I just had to put this on the list. Um, although not the best flying power up, it's still one of my favorite Mario power ups—the Tanuki suit, because you could turn into the statue, guys, and then they just walk right past you. Like, it's and, awesome. oh my god, you could defeat enemies
1: with with the statue power yeah. that you couldn't with other, except for one of my power ups. So,
0: yeah, you—the yeah. Tanuki suit's a great power up. I <clears throat> I like it a lot. I. Feel as if um, that should make a comeback in some in some of the Zelda games. I know that, or some of the Mario games. I know that it was in the Three Land game, I think, or one of the three D games. Yeah, it was in three D
1: Land and three D World, actually. Um, but I want a, I want a
0: two D version of that again.
1: Yeah, it didn't behave the same way though. Like it was basically like the raccoon suit, but without the ability to fly. So and right. then you needed you needed to get the scarved tanuki suit in order to turn into a statue and i mean that yeah if if 3d land has any flaw that's it that it basically neutered the tanuki suit
3: all right well on that awkward pause um i <laughs> will steal i will steal a choice right from this conversation and say that the Tanuki suit is an amazing power-up in Mario 3, but the Karibo shoe is an even cooler power-up because it lets you hop around in a little green shoe and walk on spikes. And also, the Karibo shoe got a power-up of its own in Super Mario 3D World in the form of an ice skate that you get to f- swim around in the ice with. And swimming isn't what you do when you're skating, but that's what I'm calling <laughs> it. <So>, yeah. <laughs> Karibo shoe is awesome, and it makes me think of Yu-Gi-Oh!, which any of you longtime listeners will know. I'm an enormous nerd, so. Okay, I'm not, so. I'm, I'm
1: not
0: seeing the connection there. Oh, hey, did I, I am, am I, oh, looks like Phantom just subscribed to us. Thank you, Phantom, for um, subscribing to us on Twitch. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, is it weird that I don't think of the Karibo shoe as a power-up for some reason? Because you don't get it out of, like, a question mark block? Well, then
1: you're
3: really I mean, gonna hate
1: my next one.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm, yeah, that's more of a like an item or a, or something because it's not. Uh, yeah, like, it's I don't know. Power
0: up. Like I'm gonna uh, give it yeah. to you, but I in my weird semantic-y brain, like it just isn't a power up to me. You know, you're
3: really, really, really gonna six. hate my next one. <laughs>
1: six, six, six of one, half dozen of the other. Um, all, right, all right, Justin, why it's...
0: don't you give us your next one?
1: I guess it's my turn, and, and, and keeping in the Mario theme, we may as well knock these all out right off the bat here. Um, also from Super Mario Brothers 3, the Hammer Brother suit, which trumps all other Super Mario Brothers 3 power-ups, because, I mean, you duck down and you're practically indestructible. You can throw hammers that kill enemies that no other power-up can kill, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs>
3: That's an a secret feature <laughs> of of the Taduki. The, the um, Hammer Bros. Suit
1: and, and it just looks awesome. I mean, you know, he's all metal and, and, yeah. and stuff and 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 it's one of the few power ups that has never returned in any. I was just going to ask, form. has like, that
0: ever been back at all? No, I don't they, think brought so, back,
1: like. they brought back they brought back shoe. They brought back um tanuki suit they've brought mm-hmm. back you know the raccoon suit um they uh, i guess frog suit is still missing but but yeah the hammer brother suit has never come back and never had anything even close to it so interesting one of those one of those little mario 3 anomalies
0: yeah for sure all right well i guess that brings it back to me
1: Kuribo's shoe by the way literally translates to Goomba's shoe but for some reason the Nintendo localization team did not translate Kuribo to Goomba so that's one of the rare cases of a Japanese name carrying over to the United States. Well,
3: and also fun fact: the word Karibo like translates to like hazelnut or something like it's that. Chestnut. So. I think
1: it's like chestnut people. They're called.
3: Wait,
0: so. uh, say that again. It cha- translates to what? Really? The chestnut. Goom- I think Justin yeah, the, is
1: right. Yeah, the Goombas are liter, liter- literally translating Japanese to chestnut people or chestnut. Yeah, creatures or something. it's
3: gotta it's gotta have something to do with like an actual mythological creature because again, Yu-Gi-Oh! Probably. also had Karibo, and it was Ugh. just, like, you know, accepted, so... Sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right, well, I guess that means that it's back around to me. So I'm going to pivot somewhat out of Mario, kind mm. of, sort of. Um, I'm going Maybe. to go with the hammer in Donkey Kong. Um, because that's a good <laughs> power-up. But, yeah, but you can't yeah, jump with
3: technically, it. Technically, technically, it's an item
2: that is... <laughs> <you>. Speaking <laughs> technically. Actually.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, go. since Donkey Kong is one of the first video games I ever played, I can't deny that that's certainly one of my favorites. And... And it's a great power-up that comes with many downsides. You can't climb ladders. You can't jump. You ju- can just stand there and rack up points and hope that it doesn't run out as a barrel is barreling towards you.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then, honestly, like, the I, I put it on my list because of Smash Bros. Because, like, come on. That's, uh, like, that's well. like, one of the best... I, like, you know, when you see somebody with a hammer, either you know how to deal with them, and you can, like, make them mess up yeah, and then you, hammer if, if themselves the, off the, the level, say, or you, you the just right run moves, away.
1: Yeah, if you have the right moves or the right mm-hmm. items, you can, you can uh, make the hammer useless. But for the most part, you go... Oh, shit, everybody run. <laughs> yeah, totally, not right? saying
3: this, totally not saying this because I'm a pit main, but um, can we give props, too, to the fact that when you use the hammer as pit, he just does a little two-frame animation
1: like in... Uh, King oh,
0: King yeah! King. <laughs> that's right. What about,
1: totally. what about the uh, golden hammer from Wrecking Crew?
0: Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
3: right. Yeah, but right. The, music isn't as, the music isn't as good when you use that one.
1: So. Oh, uh, also... The, the the best part about the hammer is when the head of the hammer falls
0: off and they're stuck there doing this yeah. motion and you just <laughs> yeah. take the hammer and fling it at them <laughs> yeah that's great I, th- I don't think it happens often enough in um, Ultimate quite honestly but yeah. alright well uh, who wants to take next I'll take I th- next I think I think Lucas takes next <laughs> Pretty
3: sure that's how this works by now. Um, One of my favorite power-ups is the Various Suit from Metroid. And I know what you're going to say. That's not a power-up. That's an item. But it's an item that you collect for the entire game. There you go. I'm considering it.
0: Up, but you know what? Um, See, this is the thing you actually get that one from a Chozo statue, so all of those ones are power ups. So, I think of them as power ups.
3: I also think of like the the tunics in the original Zelda as power ups. You know, they're not it's it's a power up, you get it and you just power it up. But anyway, um, (laughs) the the various suit the cool thing about Metroid and like Super Metroid, most of the Metroids, honestly. Is that the iconic image of Samus that we all think of? Isn't how she starts most of her adventures. She starts in just her regular suit with the two little, you know, triangle chest pad things. Which, but then
1: when she which, gets which the, I prefer the look I of, actually actually I actually also prefer. I'm but but disappointed that <laughs> I'm disappointed that uh, Smash Brothers never has the power suit or the fusion suit as costume options.
3: Yeah, but there's a fusion suit recolor, and they do
1: have the gravity no, suit. recolor, suit. can't remodel it or anything. We can yeah, have It's not eight, like they're busy eight... putting <laughs>
3: 80 characters in a game right. or something. Exactly. You know?
1: well, well, you know, uh, we can make eight different versions of Bowser Jr. and eight different versions of Dragon <laughs> Quest Hero, but we can't, you know, change the shoulder pads on Samus's costume once in a while.
3: Hey, they gave us Ridley. Let's just let every Metroid I I feel you, so bad for that.
0: Sakurai, because no matter how much they do and how much they add, there's going to be that one freaking gaming watch person who's like what the hell you didn't like add this from this one frame of animation oh god, you re- years ago you,
1: oh god you removed a feather the game is ruined. right you yeah removed yeah. a racist icon i'm never playing smash brothers again yeah No. Yeah. i mean i i will say that um was it the project m the the smash brothers brawl hack does some Gives you some pretty awesome uh, alternate costumes for Samus. But I think uh, Lucas would like to continue with his uh, description (laughs) of the Varia suit. So take it away, Lucas. So the Varia suit's a pretty cool power-up.
3: Because it lets you play as the Samus that everybody kind of comes to know from Smash Bros. and stuff. So I think that's cool. It always feels good when you get that suit in the game. It kind of feels like you're at your powered-up level where you're ready to do what you do. Really, um, if I'm remembering right, at least in Super Metroid, it's really just like a a temperature-controlled suit. It allows you to go into the hot areas and the cold areas without, like, dying. So its usefulness is kind of, you know, null. But I don't know. I just, I like the the fact that, like, you get it and it changes your visual design and stuff. It's cool. It's a a fun power-up. Better than just, like, a recolor like you'd get in Zelda
1: so two pieces of useless trivia about the various suit number one <laughs> the iconic look of the various suit comes from the game boy game metroid 2 Retu- mm-hmm. return of samus yep. where they did because in the original metroid all she did was change colors and since mm-hmm. they didn't have colors on the game boy they had to somehow iconify the suit and it's come- one of the coolest moments when you get it and you see like the armor kind of you know, mm-hmm. it, like like the Batmobile's shield, just kind of you know form onto her, on onto her suit. Um, another fun little piece of trivia about the various suit: it was originally in Japanese named the Barrier Suit, but you know they couldn't quite get the uh, katakana to say barrier because you know missing letters there, so and when it was translated and when it was translated they just translated it phonetically so it became known as varia
3: fun fact about a fun fact my gardevoir
1: (laughs) in pokemon
3: is named baria because she makes barriers so you, (laughs) you bring that home listeners and enjoy it
0: oh fair enough all right well let's bring us home to our next one is that me now
2: that, that would, would be, be me.
0: Justin, and I'm well, starting to think I,
3: we need to revoke hosting privileges for tonight.
0: <laughs> hey, here, let me, I'll let me go All get right. you my card. Now uh, for, okay.
3: now for, now for our fifth Nintendo's track, Justin, take
2: this away.
1: <laughs> well, since we're talking about items that power up the uh, the player, um, I'm going to go with the blue ring from the original Legend of Zelda, the first oh, oh, item. Yeah. The first item I ever get whenever I play that game, I will just grind for the first, like, however long it takes to get the 255 rupees, go straight into the shop and buy the blue ring, and it makes everything else for the next, like, half of the game that much easier because you take, like, one quarter damage. Right.
0: Yeah, that's that's not a bad...
1: which is why the SP version on the NES, yeah starts you off with the blue ring because you know basically it's just taking that that useless grind out and saying here here's something you can have at the very beginning of the game anyway we're just going to give it to you.
3: Fun fact: I have never once grinded for the blue ring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's never always even, the first
3: thing never I even I'd thought do. to. I'm just like, here we go,
1: dungeons. <laughs> yeah no I've I usually like kind of wander around the world and and pick up all the heart containers I can and then I do like maybe the first dungeon just because you get more rupees in the dungeons than you do outside and then once I get two hundred and fifty five rupees I go straight to that little shop in the corner of Lake Hylia, buy the blue mm-hmm. ring I'm like I'm good right fair enough and then the magic got- shield.
0: I want. I know we're going on a tangent here, but I really want to want a remake Imagine. of that game. Of that, yes.
1: That so all right, Nintendo. You know, Gretzo can do it. They've done it for three or four Zelda games already. Give them the NES Zeldas, both of them, and say, here mm-hmm. you go, remake them, modernize them, make them God, pr- pretty and playable.
3: <laughs> I, f- I feel like I have no desire for that. Like
1: Oh, I do,
0: I do okay. Yeah, I don't know, they're just, they're,
3: they're fine to me on their own And I don't know, I don't have a desire to see them pretty I also never had a desire to see Link's Awakening pretty, though And I think that looks great, so, wow yeah. me, Grezzo What yep. you should
1: do?
0: Sure
2: Just All don't right. mature well, as mask it
3: up
0: I guess now it's my turn um, My next intentoons track um, comes to you from No, just kidding <laughs> So my next um, power up Man, this was kind of a tough one for me, but it actually now that's not because we're going to five. So I was having a hard time putting a third on my list, but um, I ended up going with when we were going top three, the red shell in Mario Kart. Um, Mm. That is a dang good power up, man. Like you can, it's you can, it's multi use, right? Um, So you can use it as an offensive weapon, or depending on the Mario Kart you can let it drag behind you and then use it so then another red shell doesn't get you, you know? So, like, I um, I love me a red shell. That's probably my favorite power-up when I get it. And if you get a three red shells,
2: <laughs> and, you're, doing, you're doing
0: good. My favorite thing about the red shell,
1: and this only works in the Game Boy Advance game Super Circuit, you can drop a red shell on the track behind you, and when the next racer drives past it, it will home in on them, and hit them. Wait, 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 wait! Wow. Is that a thing? Really? Yeah. Wow! You can, yeah. Um, you know how I'm you gonna can, have to it, get
0: my Ambassador version <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know how in like this in Super Mario Kart, you could just drop them behind you and they yeah. sit there on the track meet an obstacle. In yeah, in Super Circuit, if you drop a red, um, and I think you can do, I don't know, do blue probably wouldn't, no, because you wouldn't get one in first place. If you get a red shell in like first, second, whatever place, you can drop it behind you, and when the next person drives by it, you hear it home in on them, and it'll hit them. So if you're in first place, you can just keep dropping red shells, and nobody can get huh.
2: to you.
0: That is interesting. I can see why they probably took that away, though, because, you know, that's probably seemed because pretty overpowered. Because they suck. <laughs> I'm going to have to—we're That we're just full of fun facts tonight, aren't we? <laughs> no,
1: that's just me, because I retain useless information. <laughs>
0: Fair. Well, well,
3: fun fact, my um, number two power-up— is the Fire Wario from Wario World, or Wario Land, rather. Oh, yeah, um, okay. I kind of just want to go with like all the power-ups from Wario Land,
2: mm-hmm. all
3: the various Wario Land games. Um, the Wario Land power-ups are fun, because in addition to basically being just a complete knock of Mario games, his power-ups are very damaging to him. He will get turned into a zombie. He will get spun around and sent off in a random direction. The fire power up, he gets caught on fire. And he runs around on fire until he's completely set ablaze. Then he turns into charcoal and dusts away. And it's just, it's beautiful. I love it. Wario Land, um, their power-ups were really well thought out and funny and enjoyable to watch on someone as terrible as Wario. I think (laughs) the fire might have been Wario Land 3 specifically. I was going to say,
1: that sounds like a power-up that would be in a Wario Land game where he can't die, because in the original Wario Land and in its direct sequel, the Virtual Boy Wario Land, he can die.
3: Well, he could die in um, all of the Wario Land games that he was playable in, but... um, He didn't die from the power-ups The power-ups just cause their effect and then they're done So, yeah, you can still get killed In, like, Wario Land 3 Just not from the fire
1: power-up I thought one of the big things about Wario Land 2 was you couldn't die You Mm. could be inconvenienced But not die
0: I'm pretty sure you could die But Which one was was the GameCube one? Because I think that was probably That was was Wario World World. I think that was what might you be thinking about, Justin Da, no, da, 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 no, Wario
1: World, da, you can da, die. That was a treasure game. It wouldn't be a treasure game if you couldn't die. <laughs> you say yeah, that, but, but Luigi's Mansion—that no, wasn't treasure. Mansion.
0: Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't.
3: That's like ninety percent of the game. That was no, man. not like not collecting treasure. The
0: company treasure. Oh, you mean the company.
3: I thought we were talking genres of games. You know, those treasure games where you have to go out and collect vast amounts of treasure. No, no, no. As a, as a, and the, the amount of the treasure game... that you collect determines your ending. A treasure game.
1: No, no, no. We're talking about the game company, the game treasure. developer treasure that makes wow. games.
3: <laughs> Justin, what's your track for Nintendoons? I do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are we really? Is it really the lack of Steve that's making us this disorganized? Cause Steve, yeah, come cool. back!
3: Okay, so I've said this a lot before, and now I'll say it live on the show. Steve is our slippy toad. So you know how <laughs> when you go into a boss battle and you don't have slippy, you don't get to see what the enemy's health is, so you're just like blindly firing into the distance. That's what it's like not having Steve on the show. We don't have a health meter, so we're just shooting randomly.
1: <laughs> I guess that would make me peppy because I'm old and useless. Oh God.
0: <laughs> Oh God! My Falco or Fox? You're whichever one you want to
3: be. I'm happy with either of the alternatives, boy. You know what? I, I want to be
0: General I, Pepper.
1: I, <laughs> okay. I, I think I think Eugene would be more um, Falco because I mean, you know, a Fox is a very weeby character. So you know,
2: and I'm down somebody, for
0: it. So. Somebody needs to Photoshop this and make it a thing. Oh God! Um, all right, exactly Justin, give us your give um, us your top something. <laughs>
1: We have reached the point we are at where we are asking our listeners to photoshop us. We are the joystick podcast. Um, <laughs> all right, so I don't know whether to play off of Eugene's or save that for last. Yeah, I'm gonna save that one for last so God, I'm
3: going in the order of the power ups that I appreciate here. Come
1: on, guys. I am going in no particular order, but I hate um,
2: that. It's a
3: much
1: top all, five. Pretty much all of my yes, all, these are the, my top five. All five of them are I in are hate in the top. That so much. <laughs> this is this is the top five echelon of power ups to me, and all of them are are actually um, uh, Mario and Zelda related. So. Oh, God, there's going to um, oh be a
0: God. Chaos Emerald on your list, isn't there? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I would have gone
1: be... with the Fusion Suit, but that's definitely not a power-up. That's just her standard suit. So, um, no, I'm going to go with the Hookshot as uh, my next favorite power-up.
0: Oh, I was that's on my list!
1: <laughs> well, guess wow. you got to find something else, because you stole Dang. the first one on my list.
0: Good, no
3: one's taking my favorite power-up. That makes me happy.
1: Um, I mean, the Hookshot was introduced in um Links link, link, to link, link to the Past. Yeah, Link yeah. to the Past. And it's been one of those kind of standby items for almost every Zelda game. And it's always the one that everybody's like, oh, when do I get the oh this is the one where I get the hook shot. Do I get the hookshot in this one? When do I get the hookshot? Like just it just something about how it opens up all the possibilities. Number one, it works it basically replaces the boomerang. Because it still freezes enemies in their place. And it's a little bit faster anyway. And then you get the ability to attach onto objects and pull yourself towards them. Or attach onto objects and pull them towards you. And it's just so multi-purpose. And uh, and it's what kind of opens up the world. Once you get the hookshot, you can go almost anywhere. Unless it's Twilight Princess. And then they make you get a second hookshot in order to get to certain places. Because, you know, Twilight Princess is padded as all hell. (laughs)
0: I like Twilight Princess. Twilight Fine. Princess is
1: padded like your mom's bra. There you go, Steve. You can put that on your on your timer.
0: <laughs> Somebody just had to take a shot for that. Oh and I feel sad. Okay, um, well I guess I I'm think next. Lucas
1: just wet himself. <laughs>
0: actually, you
3: know, Steve uh, actually Steve actually has the right of it. The claw shots were a lot more fun than.
1: Shot. Ooh, the
0: double claw shots. Yeah, right? Well, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying is,
1: you know, like, like, hey, I have the hook shot. I can go claw shot. It's, they're the same thing. I can go anywhere. And then you get to certain places in Twilight Princess. I'm like, why am I just dangling here doing nothing? And how do I get that one?
0: It's like, <laughs> like, damn it game. You're going to make me get another one of these stupid things. <laughs> All right, I'm going next. Um, since you stole my Zelda one, I'll take one off of my Zelda standby. The, much like the Hookshot, the reason why I put this item on my list is because of the traversal that it provided in the Zelda franchise. So, man, I really hope that the Breath of the Wild sequels continues to have the paraglider because that was a game changer for in Zelda. You know, like we it was. have definitely really cool. deviated from the definition of power up. <laughs> <these last two. laughs>
3: Well, I mean, okay, yeah, you're no, you're you're not. I'll, al- I'll allow it. I'm just saying <laughs> we've we've deviated a little bit, but I'll bring us back. Don't worry. I, I, I mean, opened
0: up that box when up. I criticized your first power up, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but no, the paraglider, man, like it is the foundation of what makes that game. I feel right because, like, you wouldn't oh, have yeah. be able to. The, the, the traversal in that game wouldn't mean as much if you didn't have something that allowed you to, like, kind of glide around because, let's be real, I mean, this is one of Lucas's biggest gripes. Like, the I think part of the reason why you can glide around, like, the whole freaking uh, map is because the map is pretty barren for a lot of it, you know? So, like, you're not necessarily yeah. going to want to, you know, run but and... What's- yeah, but oh, what's great
1: about it is is you can see for so far. You can be like, hey, yeah, there's something over there. And just kind of, instead of, you know, when you're on the horse, you don't know what's on the other side of the hill, but there you're like, huh, there's something glowing over there. Or, you know, right. that space looks like it's going to spawn a, a Hinox, you know, you can. Um.
3: Sorry, I didn't yeah. think my um would such immediately cut you off there. <laughs> um, so, so, fun fact, one of the two things, between, between the paraglider and the ability to fast travel, um, like, during playthroughs 2, 3, and 4 of Breath of the Wild, when I started walking around a little bit more... Um, I started noticing like, signs that were pointing to like, towns and stuff that I hadn't seen before. Like, it, it, the paraglider is awesome, and it definitely makes Breath of the Wild a much more manageable game because mm-hmm. with a map that size, it's really asking a lot to have the player just walk around everywhere. But um, it, it also kind of prevents you from kind of seeing everything there is to see on the ground just by default. And that was something that I noticed during my first playthrough. I, I you know, I was playing it like you. I think most people choose to play that game. You get to an area, and then once you've been there before, you can glide, and you can teleport, and you can, you know, and ex- exploration really kind of became less of a focus for me than just getting from point to point. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, the paraglider I, definitely encourages kind of a lack of exploration and more of a like, sure. okay, let me get to the highest peak so I can fly to the next area and do my thing. Which is awesome for someone like me who just wants to get to the next zone, but definitely kind of a, a reason why i missed a lot in my first playthrough i think
1: yeah and and i think like when you combine the fast travel to 120 shrines and was it like six towers plus the paraglider plus Ravalis gale like you can pretty much get anywhere on the map without having to visit any place in between and like I remember complaining, actually, early on in the game that I kind of wish fast travel wasn't quite so convenient in Breath of the Wild because, like yeah. Lucas says, it discourages some of that blind exploration where you can be like, well, I want to get over there, so I'm just going to warp there instead of traveling there and discovering stuff on the way. But
3: Skyrim did an interesting job of that because it does let you fast travel to any like location that you found, like a cave or a bandit hideout or something like that. Um, as well as letting you pay somebody to just bring you to any of the actual towns in the game. But you have to find a specific area to teleport to it, instead of, like, in Skyward, Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild, where you just find a tower, and then you have access to that entire area of the map by teleporting to the tower. Like, in Skyrim, you can teleport to, like, individual caves and stuff, so... There's a bit more of a desire to kind of explore everything. Also, you don't fly, so that makes a big
2: difference, but being
3: able (laughs) to teleport... Well, you're not supposed
1: uh, to be able to fly, but I've seen it happen.
2: (laughs) Um, Also,
3: I'm getting breaking news from our newsroom that Steve would like us to mention the Elytria in uh, Minecraft. Basically, the Mario cape from Super Mario World that lets you fly around, and Steve would like me to say that it encourages exploration more than the Paraglider, but I, I, I... There you go. You got it, Steve. Have a a good break from the show.
1: (laughs) Um, Whose whose turn is it? uh, Lucas, I think it's your turn, right? It's my
3: turn, and I am going to tell you all right now what the best power-up in the history of power-ups is. And it's a good one, boys and girls. The Double Cherry from Super Mario, whatever that game was. What was the game on the Wii U, boys and girls? Wor- the
1: th- uh, 3D World. 3D World! Oh, yeah, cherry. where it
3: gives you... Oh, yeah, that was a cool... Dude, power-up. it's so good! Okay, so you're walking along, and you're doing your thing, and you're like, this is an okay Mario game, and then all of a sudden you see a cherry, and you're like, what's this on the ground? I enjoy a good cherry from time to time. Justin, save your jokes for the end of the monologue, please. Anyway, you eat the cherry, and then, boom, there's two of you! All of a sudden, you're looking at another Mario. You're like, what's going on here? I don't even know. Then you keep picking up cherries, and then there's three of four of you and four of you. And- Five of you, and then you get no, another power up, like the fireball or the ice ball, and all five of you got it, and y'all shoot ice balls at each other at the oh, same
2: time. And I want to like, pause there. The that was so I've cool.
0: That was so cool when you turned your 3D slider on, when the ice um, balls and yeah. fireballs were all going everywhere. Oh my was god! There, yeah, that was cool.
1: Except there, except I don't think there was a double cherry in 3D land. So 3D I think there was. And, was. I think there
3: was. I legitimately can't remember. I'll look it up. Keep vamping. Okay. The moral of the story yeah. here back, is. Back the to double you, Brooklyn cherry, Pikachu. The Double Cherry is so freaking cool. It has I think part of the reason why I like it so much is because you only get it in a couple of worlds. So it's a very limited item. But man, it's fun. You get your own little army of Mario's and Peaches and Toads. And when you get hit, there's no like original. So you just keep losing characters until there's only one of right. them left. So it's not like you even which have. To is, keep which track is kind of kind of dark
1: to think because yeah, you know, who's, he, who's he who survived? Well, <laughs> on, on, there can only be one. But is the is he the original? Is he a copy? We may never know.
2: <laughs> so this just in, um, not which, in 3D which, land. Which it in, is the original.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't in 3D land. It was in 3D world. You were right, Justin. It's in that and Treasure Tracker.
1: I oh, guess yeah.
3: you were just false remembering. But um, a memory I'd like to have nonetheless, because it sounds awesome, Eugene.
1: Um, all right, well, I will just go on record to say as fun as the Double Cherry is, it is the most useless power-up, because it doesn't power you up at all. It just makes more of you no, for the purpose dude, of it's just super being more good. you. You've
3: got six <laughs> fireballs you're shooting all at once. You're jumping on a bunch of enemies. It's awesome, man. It's so good. Now, best power-up, hands down, nothing can top it. I suspect. I just, I don't know why. I just love that power-up. Every time I get to that spot in Mario 3D World, I'm like, you gotta let me it, do it. You gotta it let me get the power-up. It is a good power-up. Power up. It's so much fun, man.
0: Well, Justin, what can you top it? Can you bring that level of enthusiasm
3: to your performance?
0: Um... <laughs>
1: No, 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 Brooklyn, no Brooklyn Pikachu for me. Um, And and, in fact, I think my, the last one on my list is one that everybody else is going to hate. Oh boy.
3: Is this going to be the freaking mushroom? (laughs) All right, Eugene,
0: what's your guess? Mmm... It's something that somebody's gonna. hate. I think it's probably gonna be like the lightning in Mario Kart or something like that. I hate that power up.
1: Well, Steve, Steve is complaining that all everything we've listed so far has been items again. But you know, the items power you up. I think that's what we finally decided is going to be our rule. If the item gives you a power, then
0: it counts as a power up. <laughs> I'm going with that. Yeah, and Steve gets no say because he decided to take this week off. So sorry. So,
1: so we'll see in Discord. I I got to go with the most hated item in all of video gamedom, the blue shell. Specifically, oh the blue shell as it performs in Mario Kart 64, Mario Kart 8 where it stays on the ground and takes out ev- and takes out anybody who gets in its way. I did not like that they um that they made it fly over everybody else and just target player you know the racer in first place, I liked that it just kind of slowly made its way up the track. If you got in its way, you got taken out too. And then, I, th- I think in Mario Kart 64, you could even avoid it by like either dropping back... I think I remember one of the Mario Kart games, if you hear the blue shell coming up and you drop back to second place, it will go past you and hit the person who, who took over as first. But I'm not 100% sure which Mario Kart that is, but... I don't spend a whole lot of time in the very back at Mario Kart, unless I'm playing 200cc, but um, I I think the blue shell, plus even though there are equally as annoying items, the bullet bill, the chain chomp, the lightning bolt, for some reason, the blue shell gets all the hate, and I think that might be why I love it, because it's like, I'm coming for all 'all. (laughs) y'all. Fair. Alright. Well, and then. it power and it and it makes me feel empowered. That's why
0: it's a power up. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of our lists, right? Um, but does anybody have any honorable mentions before we close out? Because I, I do have one that I want to mention. Maybe sure, not a power not? up, but still, um, in honor of you know the NBA season just closing up. When you go on fire in NBA Jam, my word, that's amazing! You can shoot it from like the full court, and it's gonna swish it. Yeah, it's great, man.
2: yeah.
3: Maybe <laughs> that. Okay, uh, actually, so... I really liked NBA Jam. I'm with you.
0: NBA <laughs> Jam's the best. I love it. It's good. It you can play as Bill Clinton back in the day. Like, what's not to love? Yep. I need to.
1: <laughs> I need to install that on my Super NES Classic because I've never really played it
0: before. So, oh, you should. You should. Okay, well, we're going to take a little break here, recharge our batteries, and we will be right back.
1: Here at Infendo Radio, we've got game. If you'd like to give us suggestions for our games, go to patreon.com slash infendoradio and pledge the $2 level.
3: Hello, and welcome back to Infendo Radio. Wasn't all that talk about power-ups awesome? Well, now we're going to switch things up a little bit. We're going to play a little game for you guys. If you're a patron, um, you were probably expecting Tunes and apologies for that, but we had a little hang-up, so instead we're going to be doing three-word reviews. We will hold your Patreon suggestions for our next round. Um, with that said, gentlemen, are you both ready to play three-word reviews?
1: I guess... Oh, I'm ready. I can't complain. You're you're saving my ass right now. so I'm,
3: I'll take that as a yes. I'm also really excited for this because if you listened to last week's show, you'll know that I posted one entire round of um, whatever game we played last week. So this feels like my, my redemption song. Um, if you're new to the show and you haven't heard us play three-word reviews before, the way it works is I have ten games on a notepad list that I just typed up during the break. Uh, these lovely young men are going to be guessing, not really guessing, they're going to be coming up with reviews for the games. Um, the catch is that they have to do the review in three words. That's why we call it three word reviews. With that said, gentlemen, let's break into the first game, drumroll, and... Thank you very much. Your first game is Super Mario Bros. 2 USA Edition.
0: Ooh, okay, okay.
3: I'm going to give each of you a moment... I got it. ...to come up with a review. I'm going to... You know what? No, we have never done this before. I'm going to give you 10 seconds each time to come up with a review, and then we're just going to dive into it. Since there's only two of you this week, we're going to just go back and forth between who goes first. Justin said he had it, so Justin, hit me with your three-word review.
1: Super Mario Brothers 2. Vegetables are deadly.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. That's how Wart died. Eugene, what you got for me? Super Mario Brothers 2. Doki Doki Mario. I like it. I was expecting a Doki Doki. But um, in this (laughs)
3: case, I think expecting it is actually bad for you. You might want
1: to have a doctor look at that. (laughs) Because I thought it was going to (laughs) be... Doki doki. You, 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 um, need, you need a cardiologist, I think.
3: All a doki doki is is just the feeling of love that you get expressed in onomatopoeia form when your heart beats. Um, anyway, all of that said, I'm going to give it to Justin because I wasn't expecting anything about vegetables. So Justin Fair. that one. Also, I'm a little hungry and I have a lot of frozen veggies downstairs and I want them. That's the kind of game this is, ladies and gentlemen. I get to decide whatever I want, which is why it's my favorite game. Justin, I'm assuming you're keeping score do what now I'm assuming you're keeping score because I just heard ding yes I
1: actually remembered this time (laughs) awesome
3: alright well gentlemen your second game is Super Mario Brothers 2 Japanese version
0: oh god right. 10 seconds um Steve just
2: wrote a three word review uh, in the comments Steve (laughs) Steve was
1: wrong the first time right the second time
3: (laughs) alright Eugene I'm gonna need your three word review buddy
0: all right, um, so Super Mario Brothers it. two. The, the, we're talking the lost levels, right? That's the game that we're talking about. Like what came out we as are. the lost levels. Okay, Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers two, the lost levels. I'm just gonna use Steve's that game. <laughs> I really thought you were going with the lost levels. <laughs> uh,
1: Super Mario. Super Mario Brothers 2. Yusa gonna die.
3: That's also very good. Um, however, I'm not in the mood for Jar Jar Pinks tonight. You so, are. Um, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with Eugene on this one. Um, Woo! Steve, you got your obligatory point. point. So, Justin, give both Eugene and Steven a point for that one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, gentlemen, moving right into round number three. Your game is Detective Pikachu. Wow me.
2: Ooh, ooh, okay.
1: What was it? Oh. Um. Mm.
3: Ding, ding. This is the sound of me waiting for them. I was gonna do Jeopardy, but then I realized that might get us in trouble with copyright.
1: I mean, if you sing it, like you, you can't get in trouble. Only if you play the copyrighted version.
3: Do, do, I'm ready. Do, I'm ready. Jeopardy.
1: Yeah, I'm ready. We need okay, to get like just... the NES game version. Um, Detective Pikachu got a coupon.
2: <laughs> okay. Got got
1: to, re- got to redeem it. Haven't bought it yet. I, I, it's, I don't I, understand oh okay, that's what that I, means. I cool. I, I you cashed in some of my Nintendo coins and got a thirty percent off coupon. I just have to pull the trigger and, and download it, so <laughs> Well Interesting. Now you're have to um, Eugene wait for the for Loved the, the movie for the... There we go, there we go. Detective Pikachu loved the movie.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I think Eugene, I'm gonna, what have you got for me? Yeah, I think I'm winning this one. Maybe. I don't know. Detective Pikachu Requires Reynolds recast.
2: Ah f- All right.
3: so I made a <laughs> I made a rule um at the beginning of this round that if somebody mentioned Ryan Reynolds they were getting the point. So Cause, that cause one goes after, to Eugene. After I,
1: gave mine, I was going to redact mine and say no Ryan Reynolds, but but Eugene beat me to it, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> the only thing that could have topped that is no Danny DeVito, but um, <laughs> I'm the trash I'm the trash man. <laughs>
1: Anyway. All right, I, I need like, my ding, I'm ho- Justin. Enjoy, I'm hoping I enjoy that meme. I gave you a ding. Oh, good.
3: All right. Um,
1: hang this on. This next hang one. On. All right, here I'll give you another All right.
3: one. All right. All right. All right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, this this game in particular needs some background music. We need to make that a thing at some point. <laughs> um, but yeah, right? this next one is a game that I have never played, and I don't know if either of you have ever played it either. But we're going with it. So Nobunaga's ambition. Start okay. thinking. Hmm. Hmm. This is the song that I sing while I'm waiting for Eugene and Justin <laughs> to pick what they're going to give me for three-word reviews. What's it gonna be? Steve's making guesses in the comments, but it bugs me cuz he's not on the show. Eugene, what's your guess for three-word <laughs> review?
0: All right, so my three-word review of Nobunaga's Ambition is Pokemon Conquests better. That's three words. Interesting.
3: I feel like you just stole that from Steve. <laughs> okay, Nobunaga Oh, did amb- he Oh, he
0: literally wrote that in the thing. I swear I didn't write I didn't see that chat in the chat, Steve. I swear.
1: Aha. Uh-huh. Nobunaga's Ambition,
0: Famicom history
1: lesson. Dang. Some. <laughs> That's pretty
3: good. All <laughs> right, Justin gets the point. Although I really appreciate that you and Steve are apparently twins now, everything <laughs> together. That's cool. that's cool. Yes, he is coming I'm to not my giving house Steve next week.
1: Point. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's the thing that's actually happening. Steve is going to uh, the the isolated yep. island in the middle of the Caribbean where Eugene lives, and they're gonna they're gonna dance together. So,
2: um, speaking of isolated away.
3: islands, shake down Hawaii. Is your fifth game. So start thinking about that while I say, um, this is still the song that I sing while Eugene and Justin are thinking of stuff. I don't know how long the 10 second mark <laughs> is, but I'm going to say it ends at the end of this verse. Justin, what you got? Give me yours first. Okay. Um,
1: okay. Shake down Hawaii. Ask Eugene first.
3: <laughs>
1: okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, what have you got? <laughs> all right, um, shakedown Hawaii.
1: Okay, I got something.
0: Trying, trying for retro. <laughs> That's all I got.
3: Interesting, interesting. That is an that is an accurate review. Yes. Yeah,
1: so, all right, well, because I was gonna say sixteen bit mayhem.
3: Okay. Wow. This is hard. I don't like either
1: of those. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I, I couldn't fit anything good into three words. So. <laughs> so I think that
3: Eugene was just doing little air fingers to try to figure out if sixteen bit is one word. And I think on that technicality, I'm gonna side with Eugene because you can argue that sixteen bit is one word, but 16 you can also
1: argue it's not. Bit. It's, how is sixteen not its own standalone word?
3: Oh, okay. Okay, okay. No, Eugene was wrong, and for leading me astray, I'm going to be Justin now. <laughs> also, Justin's yeah. wearing what looks to be kind of a Hawaiian shirt. Yes, so I guess yes, I am. My, I love, my I love that. Th- Just so this- you know, I.
0: I love the, I will, the, since, the scoring we mechanism that, of this happy. game. It's just like, yeah, it's the best. I'm, I'm, well, it's, uh, it's,
1: high it's, very, it's high intensity. It's high intensity. I'm more than willing to give neither of us a point since we both kind of sucked at that one, but <laughs> so I'm leaving this one to Lucas.
3: No, you got, you've got the shirt. You get the point. Um, All right, that... So just so you know, as arbitrary as the scoring is in this game, I usually come up with a thing while I've got the game that I'm like, if somebody says this word in their review, I'll give them the point. That time, it was literally any Hawaiian word, but nobody went with, like, aloha, shakedown Hawaii, or something like that. So <laughs> nobody, nobody got that. Um, anyway, we are at the halfway mark of...
0: Well, this game. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring I'm gonna give us some uh, game music here. Let's let's listen to a little bit. Do more. it, yeah. Why don't you give this us game a needs uh, music? Yeah. Why don't you give us a score update, Justin?
3: Justin, give us a score recap.
1: Uh, the score recap is uh, Eugene and I. Oh no, Eugene and I were tied. Um, I am in the lead with three. Eugene has two, and. This won't get a copyright strike or anything, and uh, Steve <laughs> has his obligatory one point.
3: It's okay, we can't get copyright struck anymore. We're on Twitch, not YouTube. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this um, Well, and
1: as long as we keep talking over it, it's safe.
3: So Eugene, I thought you said like ten seconds ago you were going to play Mario music.
0: Did I say Mario? I don't know. I just picked music.
3: I maybe I just heard wrong. okay so anyway, Steve's got Steve's got one, Eugene's got two, Justin's got three. What is this from?
1: Animal crossing animal crossing that's what I thought okay do, just con- do, just do, confirming do, do, do. I have okay moving right crossing.
3: along <laughs> to game number six dig-a-ding,
1: dig-a-ding. Cor- Perf- perfect and
3: fancy-free. perfect Perf- perfect match for this music um links crossbow
0: training Ooh. gentlemen start thinking hmm um uh, okay I'm ready.
3: Like your uh, can-do optimism, youthful spirit.
0: Um, all right, hit me with what you got. Link's Crossbow Training. That zapper sucked.
3: Man, that, that zapper did suck, man. I didn't even play with a zapper when I played it. He just don't. pointed a Wii remote at yeah. screen, and I was like, pachoo, pachoo. If you Justin, really want a
0: zapper, can you, you get the it? toy, the Nyko Gun Con, or whatever it was called. Um...
1: Yeah I know what you're talking about That's not what it was called But I have two of those um, And those actually sell, sell Gentlemen for, I don't appreciate the Ni- these Ni- stall Ni- tactics Ny- in my The Nyko Perfect Shot And and those are actually really expensive to buy now Because because they were the only good gun. Control- okay, I will anyway. give you
2: five seconds sir <laughs> Okay
1: um, Lynx crossbow training I was just going to say Wee Zapper included Or included with Wee Zapper But that doesn't fit So Wee Zapper included Right.
3: Well, Eugene gets this one because he
1: did it better. Right?
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, appreciate the effort on both fronts. Don't appreciate the stall tactics. That was that very wasn't, inappropriate. That was not a stall game.
1: tactic. That was just being distracted.
3: You can you can say whatever you want, but I happen to know for a fact that you never get distracted on this show, Justin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I distract everybody else.
3: <laughs> also, also true. game number seven, Yokai Watch. Game number seven is Yo-Kai Watch. Ooh. Give me what you got, boys. Okay, 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 okay.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I'm expecting
3: something from this one. I'm expecting a certain word to pop up. All Who right, will I got say mine. that word? I got mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess I got mine. All
3: right. Well, Justin, you're up first this time, so what you got? Hi Kiki. What? What? The,
1: the little the little song that they sing during the little dance. Yo Kai, Yo Kai, Yo Kai.
2: Oh
3: Kiki. God, you're talking about okay, like. Okay, the... I kind of appreciate that. Yeah. Okay.
1: The, yeah, the little, weird little. Now
3: that now that now that you've explained it, I actually like that one a lot.
0: <laughs> Eugene, what have you got? Okay. Um... I'm not biased or anything, but. <laughs> Yokai watch, at least if we're talking about the newest one. Yokai watch. Yokai want. Nice. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> uh,
3: but is it yokai a... only one word? It's a ah. arm, you see? oh wow, yeah, technically. <laughs> see it is I was I, expecting I can... somebody to bash it and say it's not as good as Pokemon. I, 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 I but, concede. Um... I concede. Okay, I've yeah. never so, played so here's the game, thing. I
1: just know my my kids watched the show on repeat for a Here's like the thing.
3: Month. If um oh hello Justin. Um if Eugene's was three words, it would definitely have gone to Eugene. But as Justin pointed out, Eugene, you have broken the rules of this proceeding by going with a two word <laughs> um, game <laughs> review. So Justin, give yourself a point.
0: Ding Yay Ding. I I will take my fifty lashes.
3: Gentlemen, we only have three games left in this incredibly serious and important game. The music is very fitting for how serious this is. Um, Minecraft Story Mode is game number seven. Oh. I'm waiting patiently for Steve's comment reply. I know it's going to be great.
0: (laughs) Minecraft Story Mode. Okay, I guess I'm
3: ready. Boy, Steve has been killing this one. If he was playing, he'd be doing really good. <laughs> okay, Eugene, while
0: well, you're I, up first. I guess,
1: so. Yeah, I guess I got one.
0: All right, Minecraft Doesn't Story Mode. has got a lot of confidence in me, but... <laughs> Minecraft Story Mode. Not real Minecraft. All right,
3: yeah, that's true. It is definitely not real Minecraft. I will, I will give you that. Dustin, <laughs> what will you give me?
1: Minecraft Story mode starring Pat Oswald.
3: <laughs> is it?
1: <laughs> Ds for some reason? Yes.
3: Wow, okay, well then uh, I'm sorry, Eugene, but I <laughs> take it. <laughs> <laughs> um what is that what does that put the score up to?
1: Um, I think I'm winning. Hang on. Uh yeah, I've got five. Eugene has three, and Steve has one for some reason.
3: All right, well, in the interest <laughs> of making this possible, um, the next two will each be worth one and a half points. So, Ooh. good luck, gentlemen.
1: Why not just make them worth two points, and then Eugene can win?
3: Because then Eugene can win really easily, and I'd rather Eugene have to work for his victory by getting two
1: amazing. <laughs> but the, but he can't win now. He can only tie okay. In. Each
3: each one is now worth sixty points. <laughs> gentlemen okay begin <laughs>
1: um i'm just game... trying to make it fair but you know, well it now be... it's super fair so <laughs> <laughs> let's
3: do this 60 points are on the line the rules
1: are made up and the points don't matter all right exactly That's over with.
3: game number nine is snipper clips oh. what is it snipper clips
1: snipper clips Snipp, oh. snip, snip.
0: Hmm. Oh man, that's a tough one. Um... All
1: right, I think I got it.
3: Okay, ODJ I think I do too. with
0: a dark choice. I think
3: it may, unless you're just incredibly innocent, in which case. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like you either way. Let's be real. Um, uh, I think it was Justin's turn to go first. Justin, yes, you have and...
1: one yet? Yes. Uh, Snipperclips, cut me, baby. Oh, well, that's. Equally dark. Cool.
0: Um, (laughs) Cool. Eugene, what have you got? Snipper clips. Requires player two.
3: That's true. I played all of Snipper clips by myself, and it was a lonely experience and reminded me that I am alone. I might die (laughs) wrong. Eugene gets the point.
1: Who gets the points? Which which one one of those answers was darker? And I don't know.
3: That one goes to Eugene. Oh, okay. Which means that this one decides the winner. Because as you know, this one is also worth 60 points. (laughs) Eugene currently has... If we're doing the sixty-point thing,
1: I'm not keeping score anymore. <laughs>
3: Eugene, well, it's okay. I can keep track for you. Eugene currently has sixty-three points. Justin, you currently have five, and Steve currently has one. So, for the win and the so last, so neither 60 of us
1: can win with sixty-four game. points, which is just disappointing. No, it's
3: impossible. Um, <laughs> okay, this one is worth fifty-nine points. Um, <laughs> Nintendo Land. Ooh, what? Nintendo Land.
0: Ooh. Hmm,
3: damn, that's four words.
0: Hmm.
3: Boy, Steve is really killing it. Tonight. Okay, I think I got I know it. none I of you I who are listening it. can even see what he's saying, but Steve is just blowing up the comment section. <laughs> All right. Um is everybody prepared? Mhm. Yeah. All right, Eugene, take us away. What have you got? <clears throat>
0: M. Nintendo Land GamePad's best usage.
3: That is fairly
0: accurate. Fairly. Yeah, I, I got I
1: got fairly. nothing funny either. Nintendo Land, vastly underrated game.
3: Oh, but that's so true. Huh?
2: If underrated we're is hyphenated, words. then it's <laughs> <laughs> Underrated <laughs> is one word. You're not
3: you're not getting off on a technicality. So so I have two arguments for why I think Justin might be getting this one. Um, number one, he completely destroyed you when he implied that yours wasn't funny because his wasn't funny either. <laughs> so that was that was impressive. <laughs> and um, Number two, I kind of think that the Twilight Princess remake had a better use of the gamepad, personally. they had all the items on the touchscreen. It was really easy to use. So I think I'm giving it to Justin. And that's also convenient because as this round was worth 59 points, that means that Justin ekes out a win. 64 points for Justin. 63 <laughs> points for Eugene. One point for Steve. Good job, guys. I'm proud of you. Very
1: I, nice. I, I, um, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to make it di- ding because I have no idea how to f- fix this <laughs> at this point. Make it
3: ding! <sighs> all right. Well, thank you all for playing. Um, as you can see, we took Oof. it very seriously. <laughs> we'll be right back. Got a question you're just dying to know the answer to? Head on over to patreon.com slash radio, And for three bucks a month, you can ask us anything you want.
0: All right. It is the question block time. So, um, like Lucas told you, if you wanted to ask a question, go to patreon.com slash just like EP Nothead did, and he asks, what would you rather be? Deaf or blind? Boy oh
3: boy. Oh, I hate you so much. I just hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I, hate
1: I would you. rather I, I would rather not be ableist and judgmental. There's my answer.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Um, if I had to choose between the two... There, I think you live I wa- with your guilt, EP. I, I, I think I want to see. I'd rather see than hear, I think. Honestly.
3: Okay, so I listen to music all the time. Mm. And, like, I need it in my yeah. life. But I could not handle not being able to see. Like, it it's so a requirement for, like, everything that I want to accomplish. And, like, I couldn't work on game design if I couldn't see. So I'd, I'd definitely have to pick death. But, man, it would hurt. Because I, I, when I'm not listening to music, I'm whistling music. Like, that's how dependent on music I've become. So it would be painful for a long while, but I could adjust. The blind thing, that would take away a yeah. lot of pleasures for me. I couldn't for do, sure couldn't right? do game because... design anymore. I couldn't play games. I couldn't yeah. go out and enjoy the scenery outside. It's, yeah, it's... Yeah. Yep. Well, Justin refuses Damn. to answer Sign So I guess up. we'll
0: move on to Yeah, Bri- I,
1: I abstain, I don't have an answer <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, re- we move on to the Bryannosaurus's question And he asks Would you rather have no hair forever Or hair down <laughs> to your ass That you can never And never cut it Wow, um, okay I'm so ready for this Huh,
1: huh What if we already have hair on our ass? <laughs> hmm. You have more <laughs>
0: Um, I'm going to go with the hair on the ass, because you can always braid it or put it like up, I guess, right?
3: From you? The baldest member? Well, that, Steve
0: exists. But <laughs> the, one of the baldest members of Infendo Radio? Lucas, I will send you a picture of hair of, on my head, real hair on my head, that goes halfway down my back.
3: Yeah, I know you had that like 15 years ago. I'm just did.
2: surprised well, you're choosing
3: come, that now. Don't age me like
0: that, wait, Lucas. Wait,
1: that's Wait, wait, rude. That picture, that picture, <laughs> that picture of you with the giant fro—that's not a wig. That's real.
3: Oh, I always thought wow. it was real. Yeah, I always, yeah, thought, it
1: I always thought it was you know like the O.J. Simpson wig from Naked Gun.
0: That's all <laughs> me, baby.
3: All right. Well, um, so so wow. I'm really into my hair, way more than I should be. Um, I love it. I I think other people should love it. But I've been watching a lot of One Punch Man lately, and he pulls off the bald thing really well. And I think (laughs) if I had to choose between having the dad from Steven Universe's hair or just Saitama's hair, I would go with that one. So make me bald, make me buff, and I'll just run around and punch giant monsters all day.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs)
1: Um, What... um, I don't know what I'm reading in chat. I need to close chat. I need to mute Steve. Um, yeah, maybe
3: don't read the chat while we're doing the
1: show. <laughs> well, That's what know, I do. These are the people who pay to be here. I figured we should pay attention to them, but but, but it's like
3: ninety percent Steve. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't pay <laughs>
1: nothing. He doesn't deserve our attention. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. I mean. I wouldn't care if I was bald. If I had to choose between the two, I'd rather have the long hair. I've had long hair before. The only problem is my long hair gets puffy and warm. Yeah, I guess I'd probably rather be bald, come to think White
3: of it. punch! Welcome to the team, buddy.
1: Because, um, yeah, you get a nice refreshing breeze on your head, and when it's cold Ooh. out, you just wear a hat. But, you know, I always swore that if I... There's no baldness in my family. There's almost no risk of me going bald. But I always said if I were to be significantly balding, I would just let it happen. No comb over or 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 Rogaine or any of that for me is just Beacon. own it.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't let it I wouldn't let it happen. I would try to grow hey, it back, but if it looked bad, I would shave the whole thing. I think a shaved head. Yeah. It's like that that pathetic I'm trying but I'm not pulling it off look any day of the week.
1: Yeah, that's that's if you if you're going bald, own it. It's not a bad look. Just just you know, the, being being bald is a better look than balding and trying to fight it, honestly. The only the me. only
3: scary thing about being bald is you don't know what your head looks like under that hair until well, you shave it. So you could have one of those, like, super creasy heads and you don't know it, but, you know, good luck. Hopefully it's solid.
0: <laughs> so, um, um I, I read um second comment and he said that you can't tie the long hair up in a man bun or whatever. So, guys... I'm on the ball train now. One point! (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the question block. Um, If you want to be a part of the show, you can too. You can go to patreon.com slash infendoradio. We will be right back. Ever wondered what's on the Infendo Radio cutting room floor? Find out now for $10 a month over at patreon.com slash infendoradio. And it is change the system time. So I have actually been playing a a lot of games this week, um, mainly because of that eShop sale. But that eShop sale also um, inspired me to just play like a lot of games in my just general backlog. So, yeah, I have a pretty hefty change the system that's not all Dark Souls and Smash Bros. So that's great. Um, But does anybody want to take first? Otherwise, I'll just, you know, dive right in
3: you're already kind of halfway Whatever. there. Take
0: yeah.
1: us all the way. All right, well... The rest um, of us are living on a prayer.
0: <laughs> let's start with... And these are in no particular order, but um, this is the game that I was playing, I guess, the most recent. Um, let's talk about Blossom Tale. I already purchased that game, but I noticed that it was on a sale, um, the eShop sale, and I was like, damn... Because
1: I, I was going to buy it, right? I was I, like, man. I'm glad I, I'm not the only one who does that.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> was like. This is on sale. I bought that a year ago. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what happened to me. So then I redownloaded it to my system and I've been enjoying it ever since. Really great game. Or like um, me a couple of months ago. Hey,
1: uh, Blaster Master Zero has a
0: sequel. I should probably
1: play the original.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, no, Blossom Tale is great. Um, if you don't know, it's basically a top-down Zelda alike. Um, so if you like those, you'll probably end up liking this game. Um, there are some, I mean, again, I really do like this game a lot. It's got a lot of really cool aspects about it. Like it's got some really awesome, um, story building and a lot of character, a lot of cool stuff like that, but it is missing for a lack of a better term that Nintendo Polish, Um, And it's hard to put your finger on it, but I have a couple of examples of that. So like you get a bomb upgrade, right? And um, in your typical Zelda game, you know, it's gonna flash three times and then it's gonna explode, right? Well in this game, um, you throw the bomb and then it's just gonna explode pretty much like in that same, you know, three second interval. However, if it hits like ...an enemy, or if it hits... ...you know, something in the environment... ...it will explode, and if you're next to that bomb... ...you will explode with it. So, it's just like little weird... ...like, it, that's not game-breaking in any means, right? But it's like, Nintendo probably thought about that... ...and that's why they do the... ...you know, the three... ...the bomb is gonna flash three times thing.
1: Yeah, opinion on Blossom Tail. I was loving that game... ...until I got to the first... ...the boss of the first dungeon... And it is so impossible because you have to hit it with bombs, and the bombs blow you up more than they blow up the bad guy. Plus, the bad guy's shooting fire, everybody, uh, uh, shooting fire everywhere, and I could not beat that boss, and just completely stopped playing the game. And like, hopefully, hopefully that doesn't happen to you. But yeah, I kind of got over. I my
0: that's love for well, Blossom see, Hells. that's that's actually where I where I got that example from, right? Because in a Zelda game, that probably wouldn't be an issue because you can hold the bomb. Until it flashes that second time, then you throw it and you know exactly when it's going to explode. In this game, like, it's just a crapshoot because the bomb could get hit by one of those fire things or it could hit the enemy and you could be too close. And either instance, you're going to blow up and And it's it's going to be a sad time.
1: And at at the same time, like, that particular boss is like a bullet hell boss, so Mm -hmm. you're constantly dodging attacks that are practically undodgeable while also trying to attack it, and just... I finally gave up on that, but I mean... If you get through it, good on you. It's it's a good game besides that, but it just kind of reached that point and said, screw it, I got better things to spend my time with. Sure.
0: I, I, I am really, am enjoying it, though. Like, despite its faults, like, again, like, if you, this is like, the way that I think about this is like, you know, it's an indie team or whatever, right? This is like if you would have turned in your first draft as your dissertation, right? Without getting it proofread by anybody. That's what Blossom Tale is. Um, but, uh, you know, despite all its flaws, I'm still enjoying it and I'm going to definitely finish it.
1: It's kind of a cutting,
3: a cutting, without meaning to be a very cutting review. It's well, like if mean, you, it's like if you turned in your first draft as
1: your final <laughs> dissertation. Like, well, I mean, I, I mean the analogy works if you elaborate on it because your first draft can be brilliantly written and and make very good points, but there are these you know spelling errors and punctuation mm-hmm. errors and maybe it's not paced quite right. Like that it, is kind of what Blossom Tales feels like. It's it, a it, really good idea that didn't get fleshed out very well.
3: It, it kind of goes into the idea that. Um, you can you can definitely learn from the pros and there are, there are little things like that that you can step back and say well how did Zelda do bombs that makes them not annoying because i'm noticing when i'm making bombs in my mm-hmm. game the bombs are, are, aren't are working very well, or, or only I seem to be able to use the bombs correctly. Maybe there's a problem with the game design here where, you know, I, I know a secret that someone else doesn't. So, hire play testers, boys and girls, I guess. See, so.
1: I, I, I apply it. so much that, and I'm sorry, we're kind of derailing your, your change the system, no, Eugene. No, go ahead. But j- just to kind of make my final point, um, one of the reasons I haven't made a crap ton of uh, Mario Maker stages is because I will play test the crap out of them. Like I will design a part of it, play test it for the rest of the night. The next night I'll design another part of it and it'll take me like a month to to perfect it because every time I play through it I'm like, "Oh, this jump could be like one block closer or hey, I didn't really telegraph what the player is supposed to do here. Maybe I should have them do something similar previously in the level so that they get the gist of, oh, this is what you do." Right? Um, and and it's just that kind of like the the Nintendo touch that some of the indies are are missing.
3: Yeah. Well, and I'll I'll tell you. Like, it's sorry, Eugene. We're just gonna keep hijacking this. Thing. Go. <laughs> oh, it's it's something that I experienced a lot with the whole chromatic hue thing. Cause like you know I have been working on this game for a while and I've been working on it entirely by myself. So it's like I know how to do something, but will they? Like you know right, how yeah. how simple it so. Yeah, very important to at least have people try your product, and maybe they did, and maybe just the people that they had try it didn't have a problem with it. But it seems to be an issue if you're both experiencing it because you are not bad gamers. So,
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, no. Next, I, yeah. I, well, to to just kind of close off my thoughts on Blossom Tale, um, I do really enjoy the way that they do the storytelling in the game. Um, so the way that the story works is. Your, you know, two kids, and your grandpa is telling you a story, and you know it. There's lots of pokes and nods to the Legend of Zelda. In fact, the very first line is like, um, "I'm going to tell you a story about this elf boy from the fo- from a forest from a kingdom called," and it says an H, and then it, the little boy and girl are like, "Dad, or gr- grandpa, we've heard that story a thousand times," and it's like, "Oh." so then we tell you the story about blossom tell that type of thing but what what what's really cool about that is um, oftentimes when i'm playing a zelda game you know if you put it down for a day two days three days whatever what have you you kind of forget what you are what you're doing where you know what you should be what what the objective is in Blossom Tale, when you boot up the game, it's like the grandpa telling the kids the story, okay, this is the last thing that was happened, and this is what needs to be done next. It's like, you know, a really interesting way to um, reacquaint the player with what objective like needs to be done next, you know, so I, I really enjoy that. But yeah, so again, it's got a lot of really awesome um, de- elements to it, like design elements, it really n- nice ideas, just missing that, like, it just it needs yeah. a miyamoto it needs somebody to say hey that's a really good idea but have you thought about this It
3: needs a spit shine to kind of bring the quality up to like an 11. Exactly, exactly. So,
0: okay, but that's enough about Blossom Tale. That game's old. Um, let's talk about another old <laughs> game, um, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. That game is awesome. Why didn't Steve tell us about it before? Like, I, I'm really mad <laughs> yeah, about I know. this. He
3: never talks about he never talks about games like.
1: So it's
0: always just I Minecraft. Mine, yeah, Shante.
3: looks good. Shovel- All, All it is is, is Shantae, Shovel Knight
0: Minecraft have... from Steve. If he would have said one word about Crypt of the Necro Dancer, I would have given it a go. But um, yeah, it is. Really, really good. I I think I, am I enjoying think Steve the just
1: killed Lucas. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really enjoying Crypt of the Necrodancer. It is a good game. Um, so if, for those of you that don't know, this game is a roguelike, meaning that um, you die and then you start over from the beginning. So there's di- like I think like eight different zones. I haven't gotten too far into it. I think I'm like on zone three. Um, But in any any case, you know, each zone has different levels to get to, and yeah, you get to the end, you fight the boss, and then you move on to the next zone. Otherwise, you start over from the beginning. What's cool about this game, though, is that it is a rhythm game, so you have to, your movement has to be um, timed with the beat of the, you know, whatever soundtrack is going at the time. Um, so what's that that's you know, just something that I've never really experienced before, you know, it's just a unique um, ass, gameplay a- element so That with that said it's hard I mean if you're playing as cadence because there's different characters that you can unlock it is definitely hard so I'm glad that they introduced an easy mode of sorts um, you can unlock a character, and I think it unlocked for me because I died so many goddamn times. But um, finally I unlocked the bard, and then you actually don't have to move in beat with the music. So yes, that's kind of cheater mode, but I found that what I'm doing is I'm using the bard first and learning you know, the levels, learning the music, trying to keep up with the beat, even though I don't have to, it's not going to penalize me for it. And at the same time, <clears throat> with when, I'm, um, when I'm using the bard, though, like I can explore the whole level, right? It's, um, and then when I go back to like, the other characters, like Cadence, where I actually have to move in time with the rhythm, then you know, I, at least at that point, I know the levels, I know the enemies that are going to be there. So it's kind of like a, I'm using it as almost a training mode. But yeah, that game is really fun. I'm enjoying Crypt of the Necrodancer a whole hell of a lot. Um, what else have I been playing? Cause I downloaded a bunch of crap. Um, Hollow Knight. Um, did not boot into that one. We'll be talking about that more later. I did. I mean, I booted it up, but that's about it. Like I have, I bought a bunch of games, and that was one of the ones that I haven't really gotten much time to play into. Much like Cadence of Hyrule. Downloaded it. I, I don't even know if I booted that one up, but um, yeah, that's another game that I ended up pay- buying because I'm cr- a crazy person. And what else? Holy moly, I've been talking for a long time about games. Um, I think that's pretty much it, though. Um, yeah, I'm going to concede my time here, and then if I think about something else, I might butt in later on. So, uh, yeah, who wants to talk next about the games they've been playing?
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I spoke first, so I guess I'll go. Um, so... I've been playing this, this new, uh, little known game called Minecraft. Um,
3: (laughs) mine, mine, minecraft, you say, how does,
1: (laughs) how does that work? Um, actually, um, I haven't been playing as much Minecraft as I was before. My mansion's pretty much built. I'm just decorating it now. And, uh, I did, (laughs) um, I did lose my dog, um, uh, Brian, Brian Brian was nice enough to to get me a dog, and uh, it took us like forty five minutes to get it from the the pen where they keep the dog in their little uh little right, home I, I over have there. to ask
0: a question. Do you? How do you get a dog in Minecraft? Do you craft said dog? <laughs> no. Well, no. First, um, you, yeah. have yeah. first do, you have you to mine it. First you have to mine it,
3: then you craft. It. See, because that <laughs> was
0: gonna be <the laughs> my question. What parts do you put together to make a
1: dog? no to to get a pet dog you have to find a wild wolf and you give that wolf a bone which you get from killing skeletons which is an ironic statement in and of itself and uh and and when you give the bones to the wolf the wolf becomes happy and will become your pet and then you give it meat to you know make it even happier and healthier and whatnot. And then you can give it a collar and make it yours and all that. Um, So um, because Steve and his friends in the realm are complete and utter monsters, they have a puppy farm. And uh, so they've got, I did not kill the dog. Let me f- tell the story. Did
3: you say <laughs> Steve has a puppy
1: farm? He does have a puppy farm. They've got a pen full of these these domesticated dogs that, that just sit there neglected that to, to be given away or sold to the, the high.
3: Arms of the angels.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and so Brian decided that that I needed one and and I decided I'd I'd rescue one from, from the horrible existence in the pen with with in its own filth and so we spent 45 minutes bringing this this dog in mine carts and through um portals and various other places i lost it on two occasions and uh, we finally got it to my mansion. I brought it upstairs. I had it sit down. I put a collar on it. We discovered that I had two name tags, which I didn't realize until the time that are highly sought after items, which I'm currently holding as ransom for Steve to, you know, help me out with stuff. Um, but uh, so anyway, I finally decided, hey, I have this dog. Instead of just having him sit in my house, I'll have him follow me around. So he's Can following you pet me the around. Dog? You um you can pet it with a fist. Um, it doesn't like zero that. stars out of five. Can, um, can you uh,
3: dress the dog in little costumes?
1: Oh, funny story. Um, I don't know how it happened. Oh no, I remember. Uh, I Brian was being a smartass and decided to hit me, and the dog is very protective, so the mm. dog continued attacking Brian for the for the next like five ten minutes. <laughs> um. <laughs> So that was good fun. Um, But anyway, (laughs) so yeah, the dog's following me around the house while I do various jobs and everything. And uh, I notice there's a creeper at the door. Well, I live in the middle of a creeper farm of some sort. I don't know. The creepers are always showing up at my door. Out of um,
3: context, this is so good. There's a creeper at my door. Now, my neighborhood is full of creepers.
1: My neighborhood is full of creepers. That's a that's a great way to put it. So, I go outside to kill the creeper. Well, normally I can take out a creeper pretty easily. But the damn dog followed me and set off the creeper. So the creeper blew up my kitchen and the dog Man, what a creep! So, so, on the plus side, the creeper blowing up helped me expand my cellar. On the downside, I had to rebuild part of my uh, part of my house, and I'm still begging Brian to get me a new dog, <laughs> which is creating very entertaining memes in the uh, Minecraft chat. Um, so that was my experience with. Uh... <laughs> Um, Steve is holding my dog Ransom while I hold the name tags Ransom. And, and it's, it's a whole big fun economy in the Minecraft realm of Banfield Stamp. Besides Minecraft, um, I have actually been playing other games. Um, thank you, uh, eShop sale. I finally pulled the trigger on Cuphead. Um, I've seen you been I, playing that actually. I, I have been playing that. Um, I hesitated for a long time on uh on Cuphead because I don't like games that are unnecessarily hard but I don't the think game I, I just 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 to
3: say this I don't think Cuphead <laughs> has earned its reputation of being like balls to the walls
1: hard. Okay, like it is.
3: It is. It is a little frustrating, but it is not a hard, hard game. It's, it's no just, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the it's NES. Just, no, it's just, no, it it's is just not challenging. It's not even and, like Ninja Gaiden on the NES. It's just yeah,
1: like, and you know, that's what I was about to get to. Is like it's been described as being like NES hard, but it's not really because NES hard is cheap. NES hard mm. has unpredictable spawning. Unpredictably spawning characters yep. nes hard has has nearly ghosts impossible jumps. and goblins yeah um cuphead has two things going for its difficulty number one it it's pattern recognition mm-hmm. it's it's reflexes it's a lot yep. of that donkey kong country style platforming that i love where you get to a certain point you screw it up you say damn it and you go and you do it again, and you remember what you did the last time, and you screw up the next one. And, and then, saying,
3: you
2: through, damn it again.
1: And then, and then when you finally think you have all of them, you screw up the first couple steps because you get overconfident. And it's just kind of like yeah. that, that the only person you have to blame is yourself for failing at the game. The game is perfectly fair.
0: Yeah, because, and because the controls are so. So They just feel so good. It almost feels like Mario level of controls, you know?
3: And will... it, it, gives you, it gives you options for how you want to play with like, the shots and whatnot. And like, I pretty much exclusively just used homing and spread the entire time because I found that a good balance. I haven't if I was bought... fighting an enemy that was close, I could use spread. If I was fighting an enemy that
1: was far away, I could use homing. I haven't... Who just screenshot what? I, um, I heard Eugene do that. Get ready for a new emoji on oh, Discord. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't bought any of the powers. I will complain about the controls in one moment, but um, one moment. they're... they're um, yeah, the, it does control pretty well, and um, I've spoken before about respect for the player's time. You die... You press, you press a button. You are immediately back at the beginning of the level. You don't have to wait for a load screen. You don't have to go back to the map screen. Like you press the button and boom, you're right back in. You can fix your mistake right on the fly.
3: You have just answered a question I've been asking myself about game design for like three days. Thank you, Justin.
1: (laughs) Yes. Respect for players' time. When the player screws up, don't punishing them by making them wait to try again. Let them try again right away, Mm -hmm. and they will keep retrying over and over and over and over That is
0: what I love about Cuphead, because it's not even, like, it's literally one button press, and you're right back in it, you know? So, like, it's great.
1: Um, Eugene, whatever you did has just, like, crashed my computer, because I'm looking at a spinning beach ball, and we're all frozen. But um, (laughs) about the controls... I have found that especially when playing with a pro controller, sometimes it's hard to get to like the, the jump and fire buttons are fine. Did you it's remap weird. your buttons? Well, that's what I'm getting to. And I wish I had, I wish I had the thing in my hand to show the, the, viewers. Oh,
0: I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Mm-hmm. Jump and fire are fine. They're Y and B. It's like every super Nintendo game you have ever played. Um, the, there's a, uh, special like boost jump that um, you do by pressing X and there is a power shot you do by pressing A that when you are juggling shooting and jumping um, can be difficult to hit at times and I've screwed up a few things because of it. Fortunately, I bought... A uh, new controller this week, a PowerA enhanced wireless controller, um, which I had originally bought at Steve's recommendation because you can map buttons to these little things that are on the stems. And uh, I haven't used it for Minecraft yet, but I thought, you know what, those would be perfect for remapping Y and A. So I just did the uh, the casino, the casino uh, boss one, and it was perfect because um, there's one point where one of them uh, rolls, and you have to jump over him, and I can jump with the B button, and then press X with, thank you, Steve, and then press X underneath the stem, and I don't have to take my hand off of the key buttons to do those special moves, so it might be a bit of a cheat, but I found the perfect way to play that game. So, loving Cuphead. Um, the only other game I want to talk about really briefly and only because I've played it really briefly is I have been playing um, a review copy of My Friend Pedro not sure if we have an embargo on this, I know it comes out in an hour, but um so it's uh, probably safe to talk well, about it now, but
3: no one's no one's gonna be able to prove that we did this live anyway. So just do what you do.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, so we got a review code for it. Nobody claimed it, so I said, "Hey, you know that game looked interesting. Let me try it." Um, it's pretty fun. It's kind of in the same, and I think I I noticed this during the Indie Direct when it was announced. It's very much in the same vein as Katana Zero, where it's very kind of fast paced. You get I mean, you get more hit points. In Katana Zero, you get hit once you're dead. In and, uh, and My Friend Pedro, you get a few more hits, but it's still that very acrobatic, quick reflex. got to take out this guy, this guy, then this guy, and you get extra points for style and everything. Um, so um, I'm liking My Friend Pedro. It's a little weird um and the graphics aren't quite as interesting as katana zero like it doesn't really seem to know what it's just dark like basically it's dark and it looks like an early pc game but um it's fun uh i will have more to say about it uh next week when i've had more time with it but uh so, yeah, my friend Pedro. I've played it. I don't not recommend it. I can't fully recommend it yet, but, um, it's a thing that we got, and i and I uh, wanted to talk about because you know they were nice enough to send us a code, so um uh, so nice enough to talk about their game. I'll tell you what I feel about it next week. I've yeah. also been playing a lot of buying crap on the eShop that I have yet to play. <laughs> still sitting yeah. on my home screen. Kirby Star Allies, still hitting, sitting on my home screen. I bought digital versions of Breath of the Wild and uh, Super Mario Odyssey using a uh, Nintendo Online voucher and their 33% off sale, respectively.
0: Still oh, sure. haven't booted either of them up for more than a couple of minutes. So, I tell um, you what, that the Nintendo has... They didn't used to be this way, especially in the Wii U, I don't feel. But like... Putting their stuff on sale, like having really good sales is like really killer, man. Yeah.
3: I, I think with how digital things have gotten, it's become a lot easier because, like, I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about a company that would like never dip below $60 for their games. Like, right. you know, you, you'd go to yeah. pick up like a Wii game and it would still cost $60 like three years later, you know? so Yeah. Ridiculous. yeah. This is This right. is definitely and, a new mentality. And I think it definitely is in part due to the fact that, you know, everything's digital nowadays. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to do a sale.
1: Yeah, the way sure. I see it, like I paid forty-five bucks for both of those games anyway. Like I got Super Mario Odyssey when Amazon Prime still gave twenty percent off new games, and I bought Breath of the Wild used. I just bought both of them for forty bucks each. So it only, so after trading them into GameStop for thirty some odd dollars, and then buying them again, it's was only I paid basically full price for them now. And if I ever want to have them physical again wait for the greatest hits version and that'll be 20 bucks. So. <laughs>
0: sure. All right. Also, Lucas, oh. what uh ha- greatest hits have you been playing this last week? Well, I will
3: tell you, but I think Justin was about to say
0: something else. Oh, I was I'm just going to
1: throw in that I also have been playing story mode on Mortal Kombat 11. I feel like I'm missing a part of the story cuz I didn't play story mode on Mortal Kombat 10, so, mm. you know, again, I'll come back to that when I have more to say. <laughs>
3: Fair uh, enough. In the words of, in the words of every gamer ever who plays Mortal Kombat for the story.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you're not. Well, I mean, you might be a little. I don't know. I mean, Let's I, not get into I, the weeds I'm, there. I'm, the, I'm
3: making a. I'm making a cutting jab at uh, discussions we've had in the past. Um, yeah. So I've been playing two games this week. Pretty much just two games the entire time. I'm playing a lot of Skyrim it's a great game to play when you're bored and you just want to run around a big old open world and do a bunch of big old open world things <sighs> um it's still a solid game man it's good i don't i don't really have much to say about it other than that fun game i enjoy it a lot really good um i keep finding new things in skyrim which impresses me because we have to have like over 500 hours in that game by now but still Mm-hmm. Every now and then you'll do something, or you'll find some new dungeon or something, and there's just, there's always something new to do in that game. I recommend it. Give it a give it a playthrough sometime. It was on sale. Um, no, was yes. it? Nice.
2: Yeah,
3: add it was nice. Added to, I, add it I to did, the
1: collection. I had no problem paying full price for it because I'd never played it before anyway, and I've certainly gotten my sixty bucks out of it. But yeah, I mean, if if you hadn't played it and you bought it on the sale, good on you because it's definitely a worthwhile switch game. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, well, the other game that I've been playing, that I have only been playing since this afternoon, is uh, yo Watch 4, because yeah. I downloaded it, and it came out in Japan yesterday, well, today, it came out in Japan on Thursday at midnight, which was Wednesday at 11am here in Florida, so... You figure out when it came out cause, oh. um, anyway it's it's good. It's, yeah, Steve, Steve says it came out tomorrow. Um, so so Yokai watch 4, I believe is actually built on the Nino Kuni engine. It's mm-hmm. definitely made by the same people and it definitely plays a lot like Nino Kuni um, with the one advantage being that I already am relatively familiar with the world of Yokai watch and I love the characters so. That's uh, that's a big plus for me, as opposed to Nino Kuni, which has the benefit of you know being designed by Studio Ghibli, so it's like top notch you know design. But the the characters and everything are unique to that game, which usually kind of eh, it's fine, but takes a lot to get me into something new these days. I much prefer to get into like a series that I already know and just like dive into some new stuff with it. Um, I can't say that I've played a ton of it since again it came out today. But man, I like it a lot It's so good, it's everything I wanted like the original game to be, man Oh, it's <laughs> really fun I'm still kind of in, like, t- not really tutorial area per se But very much like, you know You, you just kind of started getting the ability to hunt some yokai on your own And I can't even really pick and choose where I want to go Or who I want to play as yet I'm kind of stuck in like the early chapters where you're kind of doing all that stuff Um, I will mention that since the game is currently only out in Japan, that means that I'm playing an entirely Japanese game, language included. Um, That's difficult in RPGs. Um, Not an an easy thing to do. So I can't recommend it to people in its current state unless you're willing to stumble and fall like I have been. But, um, I mean, it works for me. So I'm I'm having a good time. Um, One of the cool things about... One of the cool things about um, playing a game entirely in Japanese, which I think I've mentioned before a couple times on this show, but it's fun to play a game in a foreign language and kind of go back to, like, four-year-old you.
0: Yeah, you were mentioning that to me earlier.
3: Yeah, it's, it's a cool feeling because, like, you're playing this game and you're like, oh, this is how I used to play games, like, before I knew what words were. I just kind of run around town and do everything there is to do until I move on to the next area. And it's, it's very much like that. Like, um, the entire time we were doing change the system, I had booted up and I was trying to complete this mission that I had no idea how to complete. This character had an exclamation point over his head, which meant there was a mission to do. I talked to him a few times. The mission didn't end. So I started running around town, picking up every item I could find, talking to every townsperson I could find. I don't know what I found, but he fixed my bicycle. So like, here I am moving forward in the game. Like that's I, that's how you that's how you do it. Like and it's kind of enjoyable in a weird way. I'm, i I like have, it.
1: I have no memory of playing games before I knew how to read, at least enough rudimentary
3: okay so my parents bought me mario rpg when i was probably about four because i learned how to read i learned how to read in kindergarten i was in kindergarten when i was five i read boom chicka boom boom or whatever that book is (laughs) a told b and b told c i'll meet you up in the alphabet tree that was like my first book um so and i was super proud of being able to read that book man i was you should have seen me
1: um I, I I don't know about that, but when I was in, uh, when I was in, in like middle and high school, I read a lot of Bouncey Wow. Mm,
3: very nice, very nice. Um, well, anyway, my parents bought me Mario RPG, not knowing what an RPG was, and I couldn't read yet. So I was like, What's these, What are they saying now?" How about now? What about now for the entire game? Yeah, my
1: five-year-old's starting to do that. By the way, I was 14 when that game came out. So, you know.
3: (laughs) There we go. Here we are, my friend. Um, Well, yeah. So that's that's the thing. So, yeah, I I, I love it. I love it a lot. It's a really good game. Um, I love the gameplay. I think it's way better than the old Yo-Kai Watch games. Can't wait for, like, 40 years from now when it comes stateside so everybody can play it. If I really like it, I might buy it again so I can play it in English. But... Um, One other thing that I mentioned to Eugene, and this is all I have to talk about, so I'm rambling. Forgive me. Um, Yo-Kai Watch, in general, I've always found the translations are a little pandering. Um, They change a lot of things to make Western audiences more comfortable, which is weird to me because... (laughs) western Do you audiences are... anyone? yeah pretty much but worse than pokemon because like in pokemon they didn't change like all the town names and stuff like admittedly the town names were kind of you know universal pallet town verdian city blah 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 but like they didn't they didn't go out of their way to really make everything like westernized in yokai watch like everything is westernized like the name of the town in japanese is sakura new town the name of the town in english is springdale they changed the main character from like i, I forget what his name is but it's mm. nate in the English
0: version instead of like hi or something.
2: It's I, I, just, can, it's a I can lot get behind everything. that
0: if it's like a good... like Treehouse does really good with that, right? Yeah,
3: like, yeah, yeah. And... So so I don't know how like babyish Yokai Watch is in Japanese, but it has a very babyish like writing staff in English. Like it feels like you're playing sure. a game meant for children and it shows. Whereas when you're playing a game like Pokemon, it's meant for children and adults. And that that makes you feel good playing it. Yokai Watch, the story actually turned me off so much I stopped playing the original game. So playing it in Japanese is kind of a blessing because it could be very childish, but I don't need to know that. I can just fill it in with whatever I want. But um Yeah, no, I I feel like the the translation team has kind of an issue with that. Especially Mm -hmm. for a game that's themed around Japanese creatures in general... Cause I mean yokai, you know, are, are Japanese mythological creatures, Japanese spirits, Japanese ghosts, and um, like the idea that like we're gonna try to kind of westernize that, but still keep them all as yokai, and it's it's weird. It's a it's it's an awkward experience playing the English games. So playing it in Japanese has been kind of pleasant for me.
1: This is around. kind of tangential, but it reminds me of the controversy over the pokemon jinx and how you know in japanese culture there's nothing wrong with that it's based on a yokai and the japanese know that but when you bring when we saw
3: it we we saw blackface yeah right and
1: and and some of that look and you know i know like a some people are like, oh, they shouldn't change it because it has to do with, but you can't teach that to, you know, a hundred million people in another country. Like you might be able to get through to like one to 5% of them, but the other 99 to 95% of them are still going to think it's racist. So yeah. I don't know if, I
3: don't know if you remember or not, but um, the Splatoon 2 inkling, yeah, ps- the uh, in Mario. Bowser, Co- yeah, they yeah it, Bowser it, in oh, the Super yeah, Mario I Mario totally forgot a, about that. It's, yeah. it's a it's a symbol that in Japan means you know hard work and pushing through, but in I believe it was Europe, it's like basically flicking someone off. Yeah, so, I totally
0: forgot yeah. about that.
1: Two two other examples, and 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 I just you know Bowser in Super Mario RPG did this in the Japanese version, but that looks a little too much like this, yeah. and so they had to change that. And what was the other one oh well not i mean perfectly innocent but you know we think of this peace. this is real this is real good radio by the way um then yeah we look at we think of this as the peace sign so whenever mario finishes the level he gives you the peace sign but most of the rest of the world know this is v for victory so yeah. when mario crosses the finish line he's saying i am victorious victory. but yeah. but that doesn't cross over for us to,
3: to, to just kind of turn this into a light debate I tend to be of the mind that, you know, cultural barriers are always going to exist, so don't bother changing it, just let it be, unless, you know, changing it is simple and easy to do. And just, you know, let people have fun at the fact that, oh, look at that, they're flicking someone off in Europe, you know. But, like, I, I, I get it. It's so easy to update a game nowadays that it's like, why not, you know, if it makes people more comfortable and it's not a big deal. Well, but, right. If it doesn't I know, I drastically
1: kind of, I, change, first of all, it depends on the rating of the game. If you're making an adult game anyway, then you can assume that your adult audience will be informed of the cultural Differences. Personally,
3: like even if I don't get the cultural differences, I find it interesting to experience them. Same. So for me, for me, it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's like oh, cool. This is a thing that I might find a little offensive, but I like that it's in the game because they don't find it offensive, and that's just me coming from a particular worldview. Like, well, that's you know, that's a worldview you only get as an adult.
2: Yeah, really? yeah. Well exactly.
3: You know? Yeah, it's it's a touchy subject for sure. And I don't think there's like a right or a wrong answer with it. I think it's kinda like change it if you want, don't change it if you don't want. Either way, you know, it's cool. I mean right. you're not trying to inflame like hate speech or, you know, cause people to say, Bowser's flicking me off. You know, it's just like it there, is what it is, I guess. But I don't know, that's my opinion anyway. There, there Boy, this became a totally different change to the system. <laughs>
1: I was going to continue with it, but I forgot what I was going to say. So we'll get. No, well,
3: we might as well. We might as well wrap up now. Mm-hmm. Yokai Watch Four is a good game. I'm expecting to be talking about it a lot more on Change the System for the next month, but we'll
0: see.
2: Well, all right all then. Well then, about. I guess
0: that means that we've made it to the end of the show, and it is time to give us all the plugs and all the things, and tell you where you can find us and all that fun stuff. But before we even get that far. I literally only want you people to do one thing this week and if it's if you do anything for Infendo, go to infendo.com and join our Discord. Just go and say hi, go and play some games with some cool people, man. It's been popping lately. We've got a really cool crew um in Discord lately, so like I would definitely jump in and say hello, you know, like come and be a part of the community. Um, Other than that, if you want to find what Infendo is doing, of course, you can follow at Infendo on Twitter. Don't forget to follow at InfendoEugene as well. Um, Justin, where can the people find you this week? Um, Well, first I'm going to
1: tell you, you can find me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. And then I'm going to remember that I promised my my Twitter followers I was ah. going to take something away today. Um, I've been fighting with so many computer problems tonight that I almost completely forgot. But uh, I promised uh, Twitter that I will purchase a signed CD of the Horizon Chase Turbo soundtrack signed by the composer Barry Leach, who was very gracious enough to, to give us an interview quite a while back um so if you are interested in that go to at infendo justin on twitter and send the keyword rush the first person to hit me up with that will win a signed copy of the horizon chase turbo soundtrack and and that's he ships internationally so um doesn't matter where you are send me the word rush i am checking my uh, dms right now
0: awesome
2: well, oh, and right. uh,
1: some, something about Utilidork and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> Fair. Uh, Lucas, where are you... Um, I can't think of anything punny. Where where can the people find you where this am week? I, where am I rushing
3: to tonight? God um, damn! Yes.
0: <laughs> well, Lu- Lucas, where you are you want, rushing
3: to tonight? There you go. If you want to watch me um, live stream some game design, I do that every Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um you can go to twitch.tv slash chromatic underscore hue if you find that ridiculously hard to remember or type you can also just go to chromatichue.com hue.com and uh, click on the little link at the bottom that'll send you to that same twitch page um in addition to that i have a twitter don't really use it much mostly use it to share images of video game stuff but someday um, anyway, that's just uh chromatic Q at chromatic Q. So yeah, you can check that out. Also I've realized that I've like plugged that a thousand times and chromatic could be a difficult word to spell. You know, I've thought so that before, you're, but if you yeah, if you're if you're too lazy to like try it and have Google autocorrect it and whatnot <laughs> and just give up. Um, that is CHrOmAtIC, and then oh. hue is like the color, HUE. So you can check that out. I promise it's brilliant because the villain's name is Chroma and the hero's name is Hugh. So it's a play on that, but you know, it's also incredibly <laughs> long and hard to spell. So check out my website. Bookmark it so you don't have to spell chromatic. Is the, is times.
1: the damsel in distress named Matic?
0: There is no damsel in distress because we are a progressive game, my friend. <laughs> Fair. Alrighty. Well, we are gonna progressive our way right out of here. Um, it is time to get out of the show. It is time to close out the week. But we'll be back to you next week for episode four ninety nine. But until that time, for Infendo Radio, my name is Eugene, and we'll see you next week.
1: Here at Infendo Radio, we don't have an electoral college. So if you go to patreon.com slash infendoradio at the $5 level, you'll know your vote counts.